Everyone gets well for the Utah Jazz in a blowout over the Memphis Grizzlies. And we're talking about it next on Postcast. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz blow out the Memphis Grizzlies winning it wire to wire. The Jazz led 42 to 19 at the end of one quarter as they closed the final seven minutes in a 20 point run. Actually, a 23 point run, 33 to 10. They then proceeded to shoot lights out, making 14 of 21 threes in the first half, led 79 to 46 led by 25 at the end of three, and closed it out with a ho-hum 24-point win over the now 0-4 Memphis Grizzlies. And most importantly, Ron, everyone got well. Every single person on the Jazz who's been scuffling, wondering about themselves, worrying, got well. Yeah, all the struggles you you feel like have gone away. And I would imagine at practice this morning, there was a couple of guys that really found it, and and so they couldn't wait to get to the ballgame tonight to show that, you know, I'm ready, but anytime that momentum starts to get into everyone, I mean, everyone's playing the same place. Everyone's taking the same type of shots and everything starts to fall. Uh, the game plan is working. You just feel good about yourself and you shoot a great percentage. All right. So let's go to what you saw at shoot around today, because Jordan, you said to me at shoot around, I think Jordan Clarkson's going to be okay tonight. What did you see? Well, what I saw was he was working very, very hard and, and, and you never see him taking a lot of shots at, at shoot around in the mornings um he was struggling there for a minute and he just couldn't find it couldn't find it then all of a sudden he goes around the horn and you know how they shoot around the horn shooting threes and he just makes like five in a row six in a row and the great thing about when you're watching guys shoot david is the release the mechanics and all that kind of stuff and when you're shooting no rimmers when it doesn't hit the rim it's just buckling net you know, something similar to the way Joe Ingles used to do when he was here. Then you start feeling good about yourself. And I felt good about that, you know, when I left practice this morning. Did he um, shoot on the rim with the data? Uh, I, I couldn't tell. So the rim closest to us is the one that when we're watching that has all of the no, shooting. No, he did not. Okay. He did not. He they have a basket that has a shooting system in that it marks the arc of all your shots and all of those kind of things. And so I was wondering if he was shooting on that basket to try to see if he got any data about his shot and where it felt. But that was really important. Jordan came in. He was five of his last 20. He had more turnovers than points in his last two games. And Lowry's been brilliant, but he had Lowry had, had to get some help. Like, he he had to get some guys, other guys playing well um, in addition to what he has been doing. Lowry's been terrific. But that's what we got tonight was other guys got help. The ball moved, the ball popped, and guys made shots, which then just continued for the kind of an avalanche of items to take place. Yeah, you end up with 34 assists. And, and you know, it, who took the most shots tonight? Laurie with, no, Collins took 12 yeah. shots. You know, and you, you're looking at guys that, like Laurie, still averaged about 20 shots a ball game, 21, 22, 23 shots a ball game. He ended up only taking 11 because everything was rolling for everyone else. And then your minutes are down. Got a ball game tomorrow night. So that was a plus there for everyone because – Back to back basketball game, you don't spend a lot of time fighting to win the night before. All right. Uh, Colin Sexton's the leading scorer tonight. Will has clearly changed the way he's using Colin Sexton. 
There might have been three times tonight where he brought the ball up the floor, but that would it, they were strange. They they looked off like, oh wait, mm-hmm. that's not supposed to be how it's happening. It's clear he's work using him as a as a second side offensive player. This is exactly how Will used him last year in the two stretches where he scored for five game stretches. He scored about twenty points a game and really got rolling both times. He ended up with a hamstring injury on the backside of it. What does Colin bring to the table as kind of an off guard? playing when the ball swings to him and then he can attack a moving defense he doesn't lack any confidence at all you could tell by the question that when he answered the question that you know he's versatile he can i can i can play any way you want me to play you know that type of thing and and uh he gets he gets the basketball in a pocket and shooting area and not so much of having to uh make a shooting area for himself and in uh, in that two guard position, you, it works a, a couple of different ways. You know, you can you can set screens and, and free yourself, or you get screens set for you there as well. But you, the key there is to be constantly moving, and he's making he's making that adjustment. I, I think that's very smart of Will to put him in that position. Let's go back to the first quarter. The Jazz effective field goal percentage. So that's if all shots Unreal. were twos. Unreal was ninety five percent. What did they do offensively in that quarter? What did you see? Obviously, they made an inordinate amount of shots, but what did you see in that quarter? Couldn't really tell if there was anything offensively spectacular other than the defense was giving them everything they wanted. Um, and and you could just tell, David, that the, 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 the shot selections was good. Uh, marketing takes a couple of 30-footers. Makes them. And makes them, you know, that type of thing. So you, your confidence is definitely high. Um, but the game plan was to play fast. The game plan was to come across midcourt and get into something right away. That creates the spacing, as I mentioned a little earlier. Now you can operate. Uh, now the defense gets scrambling. When the defense is scrambling with a good shooting team, you're going to have nights like this. Memphis goes to 0-5. They shot 36% from the floor and 26% from three. They just look like they didn't. Right. Without Jaw, without I think without Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark is like the big yeah, issue, right. and they're both out for the year. It, it just didn't look like they knew. And Marcus Smart at point guard, like where they were going, how they were getting there, what they were. Taylor's one of the best coaches in the NBA. They just looked. I mean, I think it's because their shots didn't go in. Right, yeah. it's really hard to differentiate. But the, uh, like Desmond Bain's shots looked uncomfortable to me. Like that they were not in rhythm shots. They weren't playing off each other. They they. It's really only two guys that can naturally get a shot off, and Jaron Jackson and Bain, and both of them, frankly, are better off. They're playing off somebody a tiny bit, and they both have to kind of create. They, their 0-5 start might be a little bit more legitimate than I thought it was coming in. Coming into this game, you looked at their opponents, and the Washington loss was bad, but otherwise their opponents were 10-3. and You're like, okay, they've lost to good teams. We're, our opponents coming in, by the way, I kind of felt the same way about us. Our opponents were 11-4. and like you're just like okay, we've lost to really really good teams. Like let's let's see what it you know we've got one win against a really good team. The Clippers are, I don't, we'll see how it holds out, but they're crushing the Lakers right now. Okay, this maybe critique Memphis right now. I mean, where are they? Will will they be when Ja comes back? Well, I mean, 25, 25 games. Yeah, they got That's a, quite a they, bit. They got another twenty games to go without right. Ja Morant, and they're not even when they get Ja Morant back, they're not getting Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark back, and yeah. Derrick Rose is done. Yeah, so it, it's it's not like. Um, uh, They'll get better with Ja, but I'm not I'm not so sure that it's anything that you gotta be afraid of. The important one is are they gonna be bad on Friday? A week from Friday, when we play our first in-season tournament game. Because really truly in Memphis. In Memphis, if yeah. we can win that in-season tournament game in Memphis, 
We then come back to play Portland at home, who we should be able to beat. They're not as bad as everyone thinks they are, by the yeah. way. They're, they had a good win tonight in Detroit. But if we could, I mean, at home, we should beat Portland. Yeah. Then we're 2-0. and Like, we're in the ins- – like, then all of a sudden you're – you got one and done, and you got a chance against Phoenix and L.A. to go get one. If you go get one of those two, you might be in the eight. Yeah. Like, that's that's the fun part of this in-season tournament. We can go get the first two if Memphis is this bad, and we can go get the first two. That's really exciting for us um, for the in-season tournament. Yeah, you're not just looking at the schedule. Okay, we got such and such. This team, next ball game. And you're looking at a tournament within a league. Right, you know, it's fun. It's, it's fun, absolutely. All right, um... Jordan got going. Taylor was actually Taylor who's been up and down. No question. Like trying to learn this point guard has been quite the roller coaster so far. He's quite good tonight and moved the ball very well early in this game. He's a, he's a large part of that 90% effective field goal percentage in the first quarter. But my two that, that I had, and I had Clarkson because he, yeah, yeah. he was able to, you know, come out of it. I'm sure he's smiling right now. He's happy. He's probably talking to the fellas in the locker room, you know, and, and uh, that, that type of thing. But Clarkson would be the one that uh, I thought, was was so explosive and then and then you're absolutely right about tucker i mean his willingness to pass the basketball in the year lately um and i i know i talk about low percentage shots a lot and, and he does shoot a lot of those uh and, and I, he might be getting a little bit better at that he's got five turnovers i mean like yeah. it's not perfect and they were mostly in the third quarter when he's trying to get to other guys here's the thing about him he's he's still super young he has played point guard pretty much 22 games to close the season last yeah. year. That's it. Like, he'll say, I did in high school and college. Eh, not Different. really. <laughs> and you certainly didn't with the Lakers. Like, Frank Vogel had him standing in the corner playing 3 and D with LeBron and AD because LeBron and AD run that show. So this is all brand new to him. So it's, it's worth trying to figure out where he is and, and what he can figure out um, along the way. Keontae, who everyone's interested in every night, played 23 minutes. He was 4 of 8 tonight. Had nine points, and he subbed in earlier tonight. His first substitution route was a little earlier than we've seen before. We just might see that continue to increase to the point where he is getting consistent 20-plus minutes of all game. He picks it up a little bit more, and I think we'll be in a nine-man rotation. I think we're getting close to him getting us to a nine-man rotation if he continues um, to play the way he does. All right, who are your stars tonight, Ron Boone? I just gave them to you, Clarkson. You just Clarkson. Yeah, I was gonna Clarkson. give you. I was gonna give you both of them. Maybe. Yeah. And, you have another and one? Tucker. Oh, you're going Tucker. It feels. No, like, I was asking. Oh, I know Tucker. I mean, Sexton was eight of ten, but yeah. so much of that was late. He was good early too. Yeah. Um. I think everyone. You know else what? I'm gonna do. I'm, actually, I'm gonna give you a weird one. Okay. Can I give a weird star tonight? Because it was kind of a weird night. Here's the star I want to give, if I can find it. May I do this? Oh, Kristen, where's those notes? All right. My star tonight. I don't know if I can find it. Is three guys came in together. Colin Sexton, Kelly Olenek, and Keontae George with 721 left in the first quarter. And the Jazz were plus 20 for the remainder of that quarter. So my three stars are those guys that came in for the final 721 of the quarter and went plus 20. Okay. So by saying that is that a lot of times when substitutions are made like that, three at a time. Yep. Do they kill the momentum? And they built the momentum. And they built the momentum. Okay. Jazz closed the first quarter on a 33 to 10 run. And that did the job. 
All right. Kelly was a plus 38 points out Zach Peterson. So he probably does deserve a star. Um, so I don't have three. Oh, I mean, evidently Ma Law is the judicial branch of Locked On Jazz postcast has informed me that I don't get three stars. It's a two-star system. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Rule. You just got scolded. That's what I mean, jeez <laughs> Louise. I mean, everyone gets a star. <laughs> everyone gets oh, a car. Oprah. I'm Oprah. Have a good night. <laughs>